Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. It's Friday, June 2nd, and you're tuned into the Cleveland Baseball Talk podcast. I'm Joe Noga, joined by Paul Hoynes. Hoynesy, the Guardians fall to the Minnesota Twins on Thursday night in the series opener at Target Field in walk-off fashion. Royce Lewis ties the game with a big home run in the eighth inning off Trevor Steffen after the Guardians uh, had a five-run inning and, and took the lead and you know looked like they were in line to, to, to take the opener in the series, uh, but the bullpen let them down. Uh, after the offense uh, had one of its rare, uh, you know, sort of outbursts there. Uh, what do you take away from last night's series opening loss for the Guardians? Yeah, that's uh, that's a big loss, Joe. I mean, I know it's only June 1st, but uh, that one hurts. Uh, Two-game swing, you go from, you know, two and a half out if you win it to four and a half back. And uh, just, uh, you know, you waste, uh, you know, a big inning by an offense that doesn't usually give you a big innings. You know, five runs in the uh, sixth inning on six singles. It was the uh, perfect Guardians, uh, a perfect, uh, perfectly constructed inning by the Guardians offense. No extra base hits. They send like 10 guys to the plate. Uh, and, but uh, the bullpen, you know, just couldn't hold it. Uh, you know, Trevor Stephan had a tough night. Uh, you know, get, get, he went in there in the eighth with a 6-3 lead and came out of it with a 6-6 tie. Gave up the uh, two-run home run uh, to uh, Royce Lewis, and uh, then you know from that point on, you know it, it was a, it was pretty much a done deal. You knew the Twins were going to win that game. What's your uh, level con- level of concern right now about Trevor Steffen? Uh, last season, he gave up three home runs total all year. Uh, this year, he's already given up five, uh, and uh, of his eight earned runs allowed, five have been via home run. Uh, this is a guy who signed a, a contract extension. He's going to be around for a while. Uh, they've got to get him right, and they need him uh, in that setup role at the back end of the bullpen. Yeah, he's been struggling a little bit. Uh, his numbers, you know, are, are still not bad, Joe. He had a 146 ERA in, in April, a 2.45 ERA in May. You know, the ERA jumped a run, uh, you know, from one month to the other, and he, start, he hasn't started June on the – on the best of footing, but still, you know, overall, he's still got decent stuff. Uh, but you know, he's just, he's just get, he's gotten burned by, by the long ball, like Karen check has, uh, you know, a couple of the relievers have really, uh, you know, paid for their, their mistakes. 
Yeah, the uh, the, the splitter uh, split change is a, a pitch that he, uh, you know, sort of developed uh, early in, in his career uh, in, the, in the majors. And, uh, you know, it's been really effective for him over the last season or so. Uh, but, you know, when you leave that pitch up in the zone, it gets hit a long way sometimes. And uh, that seems to be what's happening uh, with Trevor Steffen making those mistakes uh, right now. Uh, as far as any other concerns about the bullpen, just from the from the perspective of being overused and what could be ahead for them with Aaron Savali and Tristan McKenzie coming off the injured list, uh, you know, those guys aren't going to be fully stretched out or fully well to, uh, you, you know, get you deep into games. You're going to have to tax this bullpen, at least for the remainder of this series. The next off day is going to be Monday. So uh, this the bullpen could be in for some trying times ahead. Yeah, for sure. And, uh, you know, the, the, you've got uh, you've got Curry, you know, he threw an inning on uh, um, Wednesday in Baltimore. So he's, you know, he's fresh, you know, so I, I'm sure he, if, you know, Savali runs into trouble, uh, Curry would be the first guy in uh, out of the pen to, to relieve him. And, um, you know, Logan Allen uh, is going, uh, you know, Saturday, he's giving you, you know, as a rookie, giving you six, seven innings, he's been, you know, pitched, you know, done a pretty good job getting deep into the games. And uh, McKenzie, yeah, definitely, uh, you know, you, you would need another arm in there. And so um, it's it's going to be interesting, Joe, just to see yep. uh, how, how he manages this bullpen, how uh, Francona manages it. One uh, arm that won't be available to Terry Francona, and, and we had speculated on yesterday's podcast about uh, where Cal Quantrill could end up. Uh, well, Cal, Cal Quantrill ended up on the injured list with a, a, a sore shoulder, uh, and that's how they are, are going to be able to make the the move to get Aaron Savali on uh, the active roster. Uh, Cal Quantrill's uh, going to need an injection and uh, some time some time off just to rest and be shut down for a little while. Uh, his last couple of outings haven't been very good, uh, so this is probably an indication as to why uh, he he wasn't as effective. Maybe he was out of his mechanics because of uh, whatever was hurting him, uh, but now uh, he's he's going to head to the injured list, and and the rotation is going to look drastically different than it did on opening day. Yeah, definitely, Joe. Uh, you know the ro- the opening day rotation was Bieber, Gaddis, Savali, Quantrill, and Plisak. Right now, as the rotation looks, you know with um, with Savali and and McKenzie rejoining it, Bieber, Bybee. Um, Bieber, Bybee, uh, 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 Logan, I mean, uh, Savali, Logan Allen, and Tristan McKenzie. So there's been some movement in that rotation, um, you know, and uh, it doesn't, you know, I think, you know, that could it could stay this way right now for a while because it looks like uh, Quantrill is going to be down. You know, I would think if you get an injection, you're down for a, probably you're not picking up a baseball for at least a week, I would think, you know, mm-hmm. and, and, and it'll go from there. Uh, you know, he's, he's got to be on stand at least 15 days. That's two weeks. So uh, we'll we'll see how that goes. Yeah. And, uh, you know, some people will say, oh, well, this is, uh, you know, you know what kind of will question the timing of this injury and all that kind of thing. Uh, you know, you've got to go by what the team tells you and what the player, uh, you know, what the performance indicated. Uh, it's pretty it, it kind of fits that that he would have run into some sort of physical trouble. Uh, because it's not the Cal Quantrill that we're used to seeing. Uh, the last time he faced the Twins, he uh, he, he pitched seven innings of, of one-hit baseball. So uh, you, you can't really argue with that. Uh, it, it, like you said, it, the rotation is going to look different. 
Uh, also dealing with a, an injury situation, uh, Josh Naylor was scratched from the lineup uh, late last night, so he won't be around uh, you know, possibly uh, tonight. I have a feeling Josh Naylor probably figure out a way to get in the game uh, tonight uh, for uh, Terry Francona, just uh, thinking about how hot he was and how, how much he wants to get back in the batter's box. Yeah, I would think, you know, he, he jammed his right hand on that stolen base when he stole third in Baltimore, when he had the big game in uh, Wednesday with the six RBIs. He capped that off by spraining his wrist. You know, he was in the original lineup last night, but they scratched him late because, you know, just because of the, the wrist was barking a little bit. And we'll have to see if he's in the lineup again, uh, again, you know, if he if he returns to the lineup tonight, Joe. But offense really wasn't their problem last night they scored six runs that's usually enough for to win a ball game you know the bullpen just kind of you know hit a speed bump at the wrong time yeah if you get to Pablo Lopez for six runs and you you know you knock him out of a game and you, you do what they did uh you've got to win that game that's it's almost inexcusable that they they, they allowed uh, Minnesota to come back and, and walk him off you know last year Minnesota wa- they walked Minnesota off or beat them in their last at bat against Minnesota you know, three, four, five times, and, you know, the, the Twins probably are getting sick of it. Uh, but uh, the Twins really showed their depth last night in being able to, you know, they lost three starters. Their three, four, and five hitters all left the game uh, before the rally happened. So uh, that's a that that's an indication of things that you don't want to see if you're a Guardians fan. Uh, them, them being able to win a game without Max Kepler, without Byron Buxton in the lineup, and I, and I just wonder, uh, after watching the way that Buxton, you know, left the game, taking a 97-mile-an-hour pitch to the ribs uh, from Tanner Bybee, uh, I wonder if there's going to be any sort of messages sent the rest of this uh, uh, series, because I wouldn't put that past Rocco Baldelli either. No, that did not look like it It felt real good with Buxton. Buxton's had a hard time, as we, as everyone knows. Dude, that, dude made the, a, that dude's made of glass. I'm sorry. He's a, <laughs> he's a phenomenal player, but he is the most fragile individual. Holy cow. And yet, if he's, yes, yeah, so they let, let they, they lose Correa to a plantar fascist, uh, Buxton to sore ribs, and a Kepler to a uh, migraine. They all left that game last night, and uh, they still came back and won. So, like you said, Joe, that was a big win for the Twins for sure. I I, I didn't know Mussolini had a foot problem. Is <laughs> plantar fasciitis? That's what fasciitis. <laughs> plantar fascist. Hoinsey over here inventing injuries for the new century. <laughs> plantar fascist that got up and uh, uh, all those fascists got up and grabbed Correa by the ankle. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I I have a lot of fun with it. Uh, so injuries all over the place. The, that, uh, Correa injury though, is the one that really sort of sticks out. I mean, by, uh, Buxton going to put an ice pack on it and get back out there at some point. But if Correa's foot's hurting him, he could be, he could be down for a couple of games in this series. And, and, you know, you never know, maybe longer his history of injuries is, is not great. Yeah. You know, and uh, that was the big reason why, you know, a couple teams passed on him, the giants and the Mets last, last, you know, during the winter, but it was like the, the ankle, right? The, the, I don't think the right. The, the surgically repaired yeah. ankle, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was the problem. So who knows? But uh, you know, with uh, Correa, the more he's out of the lineup, the better the Guardians' chances are for sure. <laughs> that, that's definitely it. Uh, as far as uh, movement in the uh, Bally's case, the Diamond Sports Group versus MLB uh, in court, uh, I believe there was a decision handed down by the judge yesterday. 
Yeah, after two days of a long hearing, Joe, I mean, two like uh, at least 18 hours of uh, testimony. You know, it started on uh, started Wednesday, went through, all through Thursday, right up until game time Thursday night. Uh, the, uh, the the judge, the federal bankruptcy judge in Houston, ruled that uh, Diamond Sports Group, the uh, parent company of Bally Sports, has to pay the full contracts, uh, TV contracts to the Guardians, the Twins, uh, Arizona and and Texas. So it was a you know it was a, a good decision for uh, for the Guardians and those those four teams. Uh, you know, but, uh, you know, Diamond Sports Group still has the ability, if they want, to, uh, you know, renege on any of those deals. And then, uh, you know, the, the TV rights would come back to uh, the team and MLB as it did with uh, San Diego. So if that's the case, and we, it remains to be seen if that's going to happen, uh, uh, then Major League Baseball would pay up to, what, 80 percent of what was owed to the Guardians? So one way or another, the Guardians are going to get some amount of what's owed to them uh, from the TV contract. But if it goes the MLB route, it's not going to be the full amount. Right. Yeah, it, it would be. They would back uh, uh, MLB would back the uh, well, I guess, you know, the contract is worth fifty five million dollars. That's what they're scheduled to make this year. Mm-hmm. Um, they've already received seventy five percent of that. Uh, from uh, or you know they're they're going to receive 75% of that from uh, uh, Bally's uh, and if if uh, Bally's you know or Diamond Sports Groups reneges on the deal uh, you know Rob Manfred under uh, under oath on, in in testimony in Houston said uh, you know that uh, they would back any team that that happens to uh 80 up to 80 percent of the contract so you know that at least that's a fallback position and the guardians have to feel good about that yeah and that none of this uh, addresses the issue that a lot of the fans you know really want to find out what's going to happen with in terms of you know the availability of streaming services uh i'm sure a lot of fans would would love to see bally's uh you know get some sort of ability to stream uh, games through their app and then be able to, a lot of the cord cutters would like to be able to watch Guardians games that way. Uh, that's just not the case right now. And Major League Baseball has a, a pretty firm grip on those streaming rights. So uh, unless something changes down the road, that's not going to change for people in the way they watch games. Uh, only if, uh, you know, things uh, turn over to Major League Baseball and the Guardians, if those rights uh, turn over to them. Uh, will we see maybe a, a, a different way for, for folks to watch these games? Uh, so, uh, again, dis- good good decision in the favor of the Guardians and Major League Baseball, uh, but we, ra- we sort of wait to see if anything uh, really uh, big changes in that way. Uh, speaking of waiting, and speaking of waiting for 80-plus years, and we've been, we've been waiting and waiting. Uh, uh, today is uh, Lou Gehrig Day. Uh, it's being marked by Major League Baseball, and uh, it's the anniversary of Gehrig's passing. Uh, and it, you know, brings to the the front stage and the front of everyone's mind uh, ALS, the the disease that that took uh, Gehrig's life uh, after he gave that uh, moving speech at Yankee Stadium. He considered himself the luckiest man on the face of the earth. And uh, in in baseball today, uh, a lot of people on social media and a lot of people. Uh, on the MLB Network and at ESPN, uh, their thoughts are uh, turned to uh, Sarah Langs, who's a 
a researcher and a writer and a um, uh, really just a, an all around, you know, sort of baseball. Uh, I don't want to say celebrity, but uh, people know who she is because every night she tweets about baseball is the best and she's the most positive person uh, that we've ever met. And uh, Hoinsey, you and I have both met her. Uh, she was a bridesmaid at our friend Mandy Bell's wedding uh, back last May, and uh, she was diagnosed in 2021 at the age of 28 with uh, ALS. And uh, Mandy posted today a video and uh, a very moving story uh, about her relationship with Sarah and just the fight that she has gone through over the last two to three years and, and really beyond that. Uh, uh, with this disease, this terminal disease that is is going to take her life at some point, living with that knowledge and and the the ravages and the effects of it on her body, but still, uh, the, that's the worst part about it is it, it doesn't affect her mind and she's still sharp and amazing with the uh, the information and the knowledge that she shares with the baseball community and then her reactions to. Uh, you know, the, the wholesome and the good and the positive things that baseball brings to the world. And she likes to highlight those things. And we love to, to highlight, uh, you know, people like Sarah. Uh, today's just a it, it's a it's a positive, uplifting day. Uh, she's going to be at uh, the Mets game tonight at City Field, uh, throwing out the first pitch. And they're going to celebrate Sarah and, and her contributions to baseball uh, but you know, it's, it, it's, a it's a weird way. It's a weird thing to celebrate. Uh, and, and we sort of have to remember, uh, that this disease has been around for a long time and it's, there's still no cure. And, uh, we have to sort of make sure that we're raising awareness and raising funding for research because, uh, it's important to a lot of people and it's important to us because, you know, we all love Sarah so much. Yeah, well put, Joe. That that's uh, really really nicely done. Uh, you know, we had her on. The, we had Sarah on the podcast. I think last year she was she's so up, upbeat and positive, and she knows her stuff, man. She she's, that's the she, thing. It's it, she has so much information. It's scary. Yeah, and 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 it's it's like somebody hits a home run on the other side of the country, and within minutes, Sarah's got tweets about stats and history and and all that kind of stuff, and. Uh, she's a stat cast whiz. And it's it's just impressive to see, uh, it, it, regardless of, you know, whatever health concern she's dealing with, just for her to be on top of things the way she is, it's uh, I'm always just marveling at it when I see it uh, come through on Twitter, on social media, on ESPN, when she's on the Sunday night baseball broadcasts. Uh, it's It's been really neat. And and from our perspective, as we sit next to Mandy in the press box every game, and we see her relationship with Sarah and how close they are and how they affect each other. I mean, you were there uh, in, I believe, in Yankee Stadium when uh, when Mandy's birthday, uh, Sarah delivered um, cupcakes to her or had cupcakes delivered to her in the press box. It, it, the reactions, it, it's just so genuine and wholesome, and uh, it, it's just the best thing to watch. Uh, Sarah's catchphrase is, baseball is the best, and uh, she started a, a campaign, uh, Fist Bumps for ALS uh, Research, to raise money for that. Uh, I think well beyond Sarah's days, you know, once she's uh, sort of succumbed to this uh, to this disease and and we're talking about her and her impact on baseball, uh, it's going to be it, it, she'll be the most influential baseball uh, 
personality since Lou Gehrig uh, when it comes to researching and funding for uh, a cure for ALS. Yeah, for sure, Joe. And, uh, you know, we just wish her the best and uh, that she keeps she's so positive, you know, and that's that's really uh, encouraging to anyone going through an illness or a sickness. She, you know, she really kind of wherever she goes, she brings uh, like sunlight into the room. Yeah, that was uh, Mandy's wedding last year. Uh, you know, she was obviously there and, and uh, in uh, getting around in a wheelchair. So she couldn't, uh, you know, at the end of the night when people are out on the dance floor, she was sort of sitting there at the head table. And we a lot of people would take turns going over and, and just talking to her, uh, you know, trying to make her feel, uh, you know, a little bit more part of what was going on. And, and she was just so gracious and, and nice and it was the first time I'd ever sat with her and, and just really had a conversation. And we talked about baseball. We talked about players and, you know, that kind of stuff. We didn't talk about what was going on or, or any of the, the obvious elephant in the room. Uh, she wanted to talk about baseball and, and our jobs and, and ask us about, you know, what we uh, had, had in mind or were thinking about the game at the time. Uh, and, and I read something that she wrote today, this morning, and, and posted on ESPN uh about just being mindful and and having gratitude for other people and doing it while they're around to know that you feel that way about them so uh, i think that's what a huge part of today is uh for sarah is um you know letting her know how loved and how special she is uh in the baseball community uh you know before anything else happens or before we don't have the opportunity to tell her uh, in, in no, so, no uncertain terms. So uh, take that lesson from Sarah, from Lou Gehrig, who wrote thank you notes to his doctors uh, after they told him he had a terminal disease. Uh, Sarah did the same sort of thing. So uh, walk away from this uh, with, the, with that sort of in mind uh, if you get a chance. So uh, again, I, I know we I spent, you know, five, 10 minutes here uh, just talking about it, but uh, we think about Sarah pretty much every day when we see her on the on on social media and on Twitter and talking about baseball. So um, you know, hug your loved ones today and and donate uh, to uh, Project ALS uh, in Sarah's honor uh, today and you know as often as you can uh, in honor of Lou Gehrig's day. Uh, all right, Hoinsey, uh that's going to wrap it up for today's edition of the Cleveland Baseball Talk podcast. Uh, wow, big day. We we fit a lot in this one. Uh, we'll be back. <laughs> Uh, we'll be back on Monday to uh, talk about the remainder of this uh, twin series and how it impacts the Guardians and, and their uh, chase in the AL Central uh, moving forward. We will talk to you again then. Good deal, Joe.